0: Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. The Unveiled Christ, Part 13 Faithful Until Death And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write These things says the first and the last who was dead and came to life I know your works, tribulation, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Revelation chapter 2 verses 8 through 11. What if you were to give your life as a witness for the gospel? Would you be willing? What if you were to make the ultimate sacrifice for the love of Jesus? Simon Peter told Jesus, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Matthew 26 verse 35. But that very night, when Jesus was arrested, all the disciples forsook him and fled. Matthew 26 verse 56. Peter denied him, I do not, want, I do not know what you are saying. Matthew 26 verse 70 But again he denied with an oath I do not know the man Matthew 26 verse 72 Then he began to curse and swear saying I do not know the man Matthew 26 verse 74 Peter promised he would be willing to give his life but here his life was not being threatened and he denied his master What about you? Would you do any any different? What if your life was threatened? The Christians of Smyrna were being threatened. Their lives were at stake. Ephesus was a backsliding church, but Smyrna was a suffering church. What kind of church do you belong to? Is it a suffering church or a backsliding church? Is it a compromising church? or a faithful church. Smyrna, now the modern modern city of Izmir, was a harbour trade city located on the eastern shore of the Aegean Sea and on the crossroad to Phrygia and Lydia. It was about 35 miles north of Ephesus. In the first century, it probably had a population of about 200,000. It had the status of of a free city It was a political, religious, and cultural center noted for the science and medicine that flourished there. It was proud of its famous stadium, library, and the largest public theater in the province, seating some 20,000 people. It was a wealthy and exceptionally beautiful city, claiming to be the glory of Asia. The city claimed to be the birthplace of the famous epic poet Homer. Smyrna had a special relationship with Rome and claimed to be the first in the ancient world to build a temple in honor of Dea Roma, goddess Roma. For the believer, life in Smyrna was one of affliction and poverty, Revelation 2 verse 9. There were two things that acted as contributing factors to the miserable and life-threatening situation of the church. First, Smyrna was the mecca of emperor worship. By the time of the writing of the book of Revelation, emperor worship had become a civic requirement. It was the duty and expectation that every citizen would do this under the society's law. According to Stefanovich, once a year, every Roman citizen was obliged to perform the religious duty of burning incense on the altar to the godhead of Caesar, and then was issued a certificate. To refuse brought about the threat of death. Smyrnians were openly very hostile toward the Christians in the city because of their refusal to participate in emperor worship. What was, what was the second thing that made life, made life miserable for Christians in Smyrna? In Smyrna, there was a large and strong Jewish population, who were also very hostile toward Christians. In their hatred for the Christians, the Jews joined the pagans in wreaking havoc upon the believers. According to Stefanovich, they slandered the Christians before the local government, making malicious accusations, thus stirring up the pagans against the Christians and inciting the authorities to persecute them. The Christians were accused of being cannibals, atheists, and disloyal to the government. John depicts these Jews as the synagogue of Satan, Revelation 3 verse 9. Although they were in real danger, the Christians in Smyrna were found faithful. Many of them experienced horrendous suffering and death. Among those who suffered and died in Smyrna was Polycarp. He was the faithful bishop of the church in Smyrna in the first half of the second century. When he was a youth, he was a disciple of John, the author of the book of Revelation. To the Christians in Smyrna, Jesus presents himself as the one who was dead and came to life. They needed to know that there is hope beyond the grave, that death is not the end for the child of God. They were greatly afflicted, like grapes being crushed under extreme pressure. They were poor. They had practically lost everything as a consequence of their stance, of the stance they have taken because of their faith. They were poor in, the world, in this world's goods, but rich in faith and love. The believers were counseled to stop being afraid of all that they were suffering and all they had to suffer in the future some would be tested in prison for 10 days. Bible scholars see these 10 days as a relatively short period of time, like Daniel and his friends, 10 days of testing. Daniel 1, verses 12-15. to See also Genesis 24, verse 55, and 1 Samuel 25, verse 38, and Acts 25, verse 6. Those who are faithful unto death Are promised a crown of life. What is this crown of life? This term is used once one other place in the New Testament, James 1 verse 12. In other places it is a crown of righteousness, 2 Timothy 4 verse 8, and the crown of glory in 1 Peter 5 verse 4. There are two Greek words that are translated as crown in the New Testament. These are the diadema, that is a royal crown, and Stephanos, this is a crown of victory, a garland of leaves or flowers, such as was given to the victorious athletes in the Olympic Games that were held in Smyrna. This is to signify the exceeding joy that comes with victory, Stefanovich says. In the New Testament, the word appears, the word refers to, to the eschatological gift of God to believers. Stephanos is the word which Paul uses in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25 for referring to a perishable crown. In Revelation 12 verse 1, the victorious church wears Stephanos of 12 stars upon her head. The off in the phrase means consists of. The phrase should thus be understood to mean the crown consists of life. To receive the crown of life is to receive life. End of quote. The message to the church in Smyrna still applies to Christians who may be suffering under the pressures of life or the pressure of persecution and injustice. This is a message for those who may be afraid of the situations they are presently faced with or circumstances they may expect to face in the future. Jesus' counsel is for them to stop being afraid. Stop fearing. I am in control. There is nothing in life or in death, in time or eternity, not nobody and nothing that can separate you from my love. Romans 8, 38 and 39 The historical application of the message to Smyrna. The experience of the church in Smyrna is seen to prefigure the intense persecution of the faithful Christian Christian church throughout the Roman Empire during the 2nd and 3rd centuries. Quoting Stefanovic, historic interpreters have generally applied the 10 days, Revelation 2 verse 10, to the notorious intermittent imperial persecution between AD 303 to 313, initiated by Diocletian and taken over by his successor Galerius. This period was also characterized by further departure from the simplicity of the gospel. In such a way, the church in Smyrna could represent the period in church history, from the beginning of the second century until approximately AD 313 when constantine the great issued the famous edict edict of milan granting christian's religious freedom oh god please help us to be fully committed to you so that we can be faithful until death we do not know what situations we may be called upon to face in your in our witness of you but we want to be able to stand faithful in all things. Help us not to fear the difficult situations we are faced with today and help us not to fear anything that may be coming in the future. Help us, dear Father, to run this Christian race with patience, to endure to the end. Please help us that the crown of life will be ours someday. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.